Praise the Lord. Welcome to the broadcast today here on a beautiful Monday morning in Queen City, Texas. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson, and we're in the middle of a Romans Bible study. We're in chapter 14 today. This is the first session in chapter 14. So uh, grab your Bibles and, and uh, we'll dig into the Word here in just a moment. It's been a, it's been a wonderful, fabulous teaching as it always is when you're in the Word of God. Uh, and you know, I like to always think every single day, at the end of the day, have I learned more about Jesus? Uh, am I loving Him more, trusting Him more? Is my hope more in Him uh, than anything else? Uh, am, am I really learning Christ? And, and, and I've come to realize that what I'm learning, I'm living. What I'm learning, I'm sharing. If I'm learning, I have a testimony. There's always something to talk about if I'm learning something. If I'm not learning anything, I don't really have anything to say about certain things. If I'm, if I'm not uh, knowledgeable in a certain area and, and, and I don't have any knowledge in that area and people start talking about that area, then I'm going to find myself with nothing to say. But if I'm learning Christ, Christ will be seen in my life and He will be heard through my lips, praise God. Hallelujah. That's, that's not just for preachers. That's for everybody. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in the Word, uh, uh, learning to have a, a growing love for the truth of God? You know, when the great tribulation takes place, the Bible says that uh, God will give strong delusion uh, to those who not... Not those who've not received the truth, but those who've not received the love of the truth. See, are you growing to a place where you love the truth of God's Word? Not just reading God's Word, not just hearing it preached. Do you love the truth? of God's Word. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. And what He can do for you. Again, I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson. This is part one, Romans 14. And we're going to dig in today. You can watch all these broadcasts on the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, or the website, thecrosswaychurch.com. Or you can listen to them in audio form at the Spreaker app. My channel is for those who have ears to hear, and I pray that you would in, uh, avail yourself to these gospel-centered messages that are always going to be focused on Christ. For if, if, if we're not preaching Christ, if we're not talking about Jesus, then we've missed the whole point of the Word because no matter what the Word is discussing, Christ has to be involved. Number one, it's His Spirit that has to be teaching us, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Son of God that we've received. And, and, and if He's teaching us, then we're following His teaching and we're learning of Him. And again, if we're learning of Him, we're sharing Him. We share what we learn. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So here we are in Romans chapter 14. And the Bible says, Him that is weak... In the faith receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. Now, now we're going to see some things that, uh, this morning that possibly uh, we've not really looked at or we've not looked at 
maybe in the way we should, or maybe you have. Maybe you're just a theological Bible scholar from years past, and, and but I'm not, and I'm just learning as I go. So I'm, I'm thankful to be in that process. But the Bible here in this chapter, and we'll just give an overall scope so that we can see when we're going through this chapter, that this chapter is really about the church learning how to run this race together, even though we're all at different places, we're all growing. Some are weak in the faith, some are strong in the faith. Some uh, are doing this, some are doing... But the Bible, this chapter is mainly about us learning not to condemn one another, not to push each other down or out because they're not where you are or not where I am. But we're all, we're all moving forward. We're all, if we're in the faith, and we're also going to see something about that, that it's more than just being in the faith or out of the faith because even, <coughs> because even in the faith, there can be those, as we just read, who are weak in the faith. Because it's not the faith that's weak or strong. It's not the faith that's weak or strong. It's us who are either weak in the faith or strong in the faith, growing in the faith. Faith works. Faith always works. According to whatever object it's in, it's working. If faith is in Christ and Him crucified, the Holy Spirit is allowed to work in my life and teach me and grow me. And, and though I, I'm not where I will be uh, tomorrow, the next week, the next month, but at least I am moving forward and being taught of the Lord. I am growing. It is evident. I'm learning and I'm sharing and I'm growing. It is evident. Amen. So, uh, that's what this really, this uh, 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 overcap of what this chapter is going to be about as we go through it. So let's just be uh, looking and, and, and listening for the Lord to teach us as we roll through this chapter because what the Holy Spirit does is He shows us the truth so that He can guide us in the truth so that we can experience more of the liberty of the truth because God's word, James says, is our law of liberty, not law of rules and regulations and bondage, but law of liberty. And that law is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, Romans 8, 2, that made us free from the law of sin and death. So here, well, something very important, verse 1. Verse 1, him that is weak in the faith, so there are those who are stronger in the faith and those who are weak are in the faith. And the Bible tells us to receive them all. Receive him that is weak in the faith, but not just so we can argue and, and, and try to uh, make him feel condemned if he's not as strong as where we walk. Now, I'm going to say this several times in this chapter. This does not mean we do not continue to preach the narrowness of the gospel. It is a very, very narrow path. It does not mean that we do not continue to preach the cross as the only object of faith. That's right. 
It does not mean we move away. If we don't understand this, we'll begin to milk down even what we preach and, and then try to turn it into something else all for the sake of us just all trying to get along. And, and we are called to love each other and we are going to see in this chapter that we're not called to condemn anybody just because they don't have it like we have it. That does not mean we let them preach in our pulpits. It just means we do not condemn them. It is not condemning someone because we won't let them preach in our pulpits because they don't understand this way of the cross and, 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 and they don't, or they think they don't have to preach the way of the cross. That's not condemning folk. We're just being led of the Spirit. Condemning folk is what? It's placing judgment and looking down on them or pushing them out. Everybody's welcome should be welcome in every church, but not everybody's welcome to the pulpit. Amen, Brother Curtis. So, him that is weak in the faith, receive you. And I pray that we would all be doing that. But don't receive them just to get into these doubtful disputations, <coughs> excuse me, arguments and confrontations and <coughs> controversial things. Just keep preaching the truth of God's Word in the context of Christ and Him crucified. And, and you do have to keep going that way. I mean, if you think about it, Paul wrote this, but Paul never milked down what he preached and what he believed. He didn't condemn anybody, but he didn't milk it down, and he didn't move away from the narrowness of it. He didn't do that. And that's not what this chapter is going to be about. This chapter is going to be about even though they're weak in the faith and you may be stronger in the faith, don't condemn each other and don't condemn. And we'll see it. We love each other by sticking with the gospel and just loving each other. Absolutely. That's how others see that we're the disciples of Christ. But we don't milk it down. Paul never did. As a matter of fact, at the end of Paul's life, he writes to Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15. He says, You know, Timothy, that all those in Asia have forsaken me, turned away from me. Now, I want you to think about that. Who all was in Asia? All those churches in Asia, Asia Minor. Now, think about that. Paul tells Timothy, they've all turned away from him. Now, I've got to say these things before we dig in to make a point. Paul never stopped preaching this gospel no matter who turned away from him. He tells the church in Galatia, in chapter 4 of Galatians, where's the blessedness that we once had? Man, when I was there among you preaching this gospel to you, man, you received me as if I, could, as if I was an angel or Christ himself. Am I now your enemy because I tell you the truth? See, now there's going to be a lot of accusation as there was against Paul and there will be against the ministers of reconciliation today. True righteousness and true holiness. There's going to be a lot of uh, criticizing. There's going to be a lot of accusations against those ministers as though they're condemning everybody else. But that, that's not what Paul was doing. Paul wasn't condemning folk. He was trying to get them to stay the narrow course. Think about that. That's not condemning folk to keep preaching the cross. 
This, this chapter is not going to be about slowing down on the message of the cross. Backing off just a little bit, give them slow. You need to slow down a little bit and let them catch up. Oh, no, that's not what this chapter is about. It's about because God's not condemning any of his people, we're not supposed to condemn. That means judge wrongly any of his people. Even though we notice who those are who are weak in the faith, we also stumble and sometimes fall. Sometimes. We, get, we also have weak times in the faith. Amen. And at one time, we were just flat out stuck in a weak place in the faith. Let's don't forget that. Amen. We're to be patient as God is patient with us. He that is weak in the faith, receive you. Praise God for those babies. Praise God for those who are carnal, been saved 40 years, never learned how to live for God, never learned the way of the cross for victory, never learned that you don't have to do all that. You, you can stop doing all those things, but don't receive them just to argue with them. See, my social media bad about that. I, there are people who just post things to start arguments. They do it intentionally. I want you to think about that. That's, that's doubtful, trying to stir up some doubtful disputation. We need to grow beyond that. Anyway, we can't change anyone, can we? But we can sure stick with the course of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that great message that's the power of God, the message of Christ and Him crucified. If, we wanna, if people want to say we're condemning, well, that's because they don't know the difference between conviction and condemnation. But let's make sure we don't milk it down. We don't slow down. We keep running this race. Amen. He says, For one believes that he may eat all things. Another who is, watch this, another who is weak eats only vegetables. Now, he's not weak just because he's only eating vegetables. He's weak in the faith because he is, 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 hadn't grown to a place yet where he's trusting, he's just he's trusting more and more in what Christ did at Calvary. He thinks he may still be getting something because he's only eating vegetables. He's not weak in the faith just because he's eating string beans. And, but the Bible here is talking about he's, he's weak in the faith because he's not, he's not walking in a place of liberty yet to where some of those folks realize, man, I can eat anything. Because it's, and we'll see it, it's not what I eat or don't eat that allowed God to receive me. It's what I believed about His Son. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? Glory to God. The Bible says in Romans 14, I believe it is, maybe verse 17, you can check it out, that the kingdom of God is not food and drink. Let's look over, uh, maybe it's in this chapter. It is in this chapter. Right down, look at this, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat, not what you eat and what you drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, that's good news. The kingdom of God is not what you eat. What, what, we, what we eat didn't get us in the kingdom. What we eat or don't eat won't get us kicked out of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Praise God, that's good news. Woo, I like that because it's all about what Jesus did. And I have to say, if we're growing, we're all growing in the liberty we've been given to freely experience, freely receive through faith in Jesus and what he did at Calvary. We're not going to get anything special, more special than them from God because we're only eating this or we're not eating that. That's not the kingdom. 
to be seeking the kingdom first and His righteousness means we're just seeking the truths of God's Word to be experienced in our lives through faith in the righteous one and the righteous work He, Jesus, did at Calvary. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For one believes He may eat all things because He's He's, he, he's growing to a place where he un, he's beginning to understand it's not about what I eat or don't eat, but there's another who's weak, weak in the faith because he only, he's only eating vegetables. Now, and he's talking about, he's not weak, he's not talking about weak physically because he only eats vegetables. He's talking about he's weak in the faith because he only eats vegetables and he still, he still kind of, he, he, he's not grown to the place where he realizes just how much liberty he has in Christ. Do you understand that? Let not him that eats despise him that eats not. Now, now here it is. This, this is going to be the main thrust of the first several verses of this chapter. We don't need to despise folk. Now, a lot of times... We're accused of despising folks, but we're not, we're not despising folks unless we're condemning them. I mean, just because somebody's eating this or eating that, or, or t- I mean, it just imagine this. What, what if some church just decided to start having church on a Thursday night? Well, I'm, there could be condemnation for some. I mean, some people could write, well, that ain't right, bless God, be having church on Thursday night. I mean, the kingdom of God is not about what night you have church on. Kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to learn these things. Praise God for Sunday and, 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 and worshiping. We worship God every day. Study the Word every day. Cry out to God every day. And, 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 and just, uh, but Sunday is, is the day that we gather uh, on, and, 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 it's, and it's been that way for a long time. Uh, think about it. Most people are off on the weekends and, or some weekends or whatever, but... Let not him that eats, and he's talking about eats, Just he's learned he's free to eat everything. Don't be despising those who don't eat this and don't eat that because they're weak and they hadn't reached that place of maturity and liberty. There's just no place for condemnation in the body of Christ. If God's not condemning us, we shouldn't condemn each other. If God's not despising us, We shouldn't despise each other. We should just be patient. We should keep growing, praying to God that we all grow, but we should not stop preaching what we preach because others uh, are are thinking certain things that are just not right. We're not to condemn them. We're not to despise them. We're not to push them away, but we are to keep believing what we're believing. We We didn't reach the place of maturity just to throw it away because others won't mature along with us. Somebody said amen to that. I mean, let me tell you something, folks. Those that run this race, learning how to run this race, those that run this race of victory, there's, there's uh, along the way, there's going to be those that are not going to, they're not going to run with you or they're going to quit running with you and they're going to expect you to stop running. 
When folks stop running this race of victory, they're going to expect you to stop running this race of victory because if you keep running this race of victory and experiencing the liberty and the freedom of Christ and you're, keep, you're going to keep growing and they, they, they slow down or they stop or whatever the case may be or maybe they've, you know, they hadn't learned to, there, there's going to be some conviction there. If I'm watching you live for God and, and, and you're just loving the Lord and growing and learning and trusting in Him and wanting to talk about Him and, 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 and I'm not there yet, if I, I better watch it or I'll turn, that, I'll turn that conviction of the Holy Spirit into something other and I'll call it you're condemning me. And we've got to be careful with that. We've got to know the difference between the convicting power of the Holy Spirit and then thinking somebody's trying to condemn us. There's no room for condemnation. And I shouldn't really accuse somebody of condemning me unless I can go to them and say, are you condemning me? What's going on here? If I just leave mad, well, that's not a good thing. Let not him that eats... And it's talking about the one who's free to eat all things. Despise him that eats not. And let not him which eats not judge him that eats. Because God has received us. God has received us all. Thank God. He didn't receive us based on what we eat or don't eat. He received us based on our faith in what he did in his son at Calvary. Hallelujah. Who are you, and here it comes, who are you that judges another man's servant? Whether they're strong in the faith or they're weak in the faith, we're still servants of righteousness. We're still servants of Christ, servants of God. Hallelujah. To, to his own master he stands or falls. Yea, he shall be held up, for God is able to make him stand. We, and the point is here because somebody is in the faith, but they're weak in the faith, and of course we want others to mature and grow. But we've got to be careful with that because God's the one who allows them to stand. God's the one who's holding them up through their growing process. We're not holding them up. We're praying for them and we're continuing to preach the liberty of God's word, the freedom that we have in Christ, that we've received the spirit of God's son, that we might know the things we've freely been given and can experience. We keep plowing, we keep preaching and teaching. And yes, many will like... Uh, Say thing, they, will, they will think sometimes they're being condemned when they're really not being condemned. They're convicted. Uh, because, if listen, if I refuse to be broken and humble and of a lowly and contrite spirit and just to continue to accept that the cross of Christ is, is the way I've been called to go, that I've been given uh, to believe upon Christ by God and to suffer on behalf of Christ by God, Philippians 1 and 29. I've been given to by God to believe upon Christ and I've been given to suffer on his behalf, Philippians 1.29. And so uh, I've got to learn to keep running this race, hallelujah. He said, with, and I can't just judge everybody and I can't just try to be controversial and always have these doubtful disputations all the time. It's what my whole ministry is, is about doubtful disputations, arguing, and all in the name of I love people and I want them to grow. And, that, and we should want them to grow, but we've got to be patient with them. You know, I, I, I mean, 
we present the gospel. I tell our folks here, I'm not coming to your house to get in your personal business. I preach the gospel. If you need me, you call me. I'll, I, man, I'll come and pray with you, believe God with you. I'm not going to just show up at your house to give you a surprise visit to try to catch you so I can get in your business. I'm not going to do that. I give you the gospel. My Lord, if the Holy Ghost can't change your life, Pastor Curtis, <laughs> he sure can't do anything. So anyway, we're not called to condemn each other, and that's what we're seeing here. Don't be judging each other, condemning, putting each other down, pushing each other away. Just keep running this race. That's the best thing for somebody who's weak in the faith to get to watch somebody who's growing and stronger in the faith. Be the example of uh, the, a faithful child of God that, because our faithfulness is really uh, shouldn't puff us up because our faithfulness to God is really only a reflection of His faithfulness to us that we're experiencing. What he's given us has been free. I didn't work for it. I didn't earn it. So how can I put another man down for not experiencing what I'm experiencing? It's like trying to slap a, a blind man upside the head because he's blind. I mean, I mean, it, it, come on. I mean, you don't whip your child because he can't walk yet. You keep picking him up, hallelujah, setting him on course. He fought, pick him up again, set him on course. Just keep running this race, loving each other. He says, who are you that judges another man's servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Christ is all of our master. You, yea, he says, he shall be held up for God is able to make him stand. God has been able to make us stand even when we were uh, at an early state growing and trying to learn the truth and the freedom we have in Christ through faith in the cross and then we'd find our still, ourselves still latched on to some things and we, we still do it today if we're honest with ourselves we'll, we'll find ourselves uh, you know thinking well if I'm sick well boy I must have done something wrong I must not be living up to God's standard and all these things and and uh, well, I law, you know, and, and and I understand that sin can bring uh, repercussion in our lives. But let me say something very important: if there's sin in your life, God's going to reveal it to you. You don't have to lay awake all night trying to figure out if there's sin in my life. Oh God, is there sin in my? If there's sin in your life, God is faithful enough to reveal it to you because He don't want more than you don't want anything hindering your expression of Him and your maturity. In him, hallelujah. Glory to God. That's a good God for you. Hallelujah. Verse 5 says, One man esteems one day above another. Another esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind, fully convinced in his own mind. If I want to serve, if I want to have church on Thursday night, and that's what we've agreed to do, praise God, I'm not going to be condemned by God for doing that. So uh, you might as well not show up or put an article in the newspaper about me having church on Thursday night, and that they probably ain't going to heaven. <laughs> I know how we are. I didn't say you. I said, I know how we are as people, as children of God, that we can, we can, man, we can begin to uh, puff up. I know, I, listen, I speak from experience. Let me say something. Listen, just because somebody's a pastor, a preacher, an evangelist, apostle, uh, uh, whatever they might be called of God to walk in, uh, we're all growing now. 
Even the fivefold ministers have not reached a place of perfection, my friend. Don't, don't, don't exalt them above. Don't be exalting me in now. Because the Bible, Jesus taught anything we exalt is an abomination to God. I want you to know that. I don't care who we are. We're all growing. There will always be somebody more mature than us in the faith. And there will always be those who are weaker than us in the faith. We just need to be content with where we are and the movement of the Holy Spirit in our lives as long as we're moving forward and we're experiencing more of the liberty that we can be if we're allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us, guide us in the truth of who Christ is, the truth of God's Word. And let me say something I said in yesterday's message, Sunday morning. Please go listen to it. It's possibly the most anointed and powerful message I've ministered this entire year so far. But I don't get to pick and choose what portion of God's Word I'll set in front of me and then tell the Holy Spirit to lead me in that. No, no, my friend. We can study, we can have our daily Bible reading, our daily studies, but the Holy Spirit is going to guide me in the truth that I need today. He chooses what truth I need today because He knows where I am. He knows where you are. He knows us who are weak in the faith, others who are stronger in the faith. He knows those areas that we're struggling in. He knows those breakthroughs we need. So He chooses the truth that will give us the liberty we need individually so that we can all be growing. Somebody said, Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. One man esteems one day above another, another esteems every day just alike. Let every man be fully convinced, fully persuaded in his own mind that there's no condemnation. We're in Christ. We're growing. Many are weak in the faith. Many are growing and maturing and becoming stronger in the faith. Some are not even in the faith. And we'll talk about that through this chapter too. I know you've been encouraged and blessed today. I hope you join us every Monday and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Time right here live on my Pastor Curtis Facebook page or the Curtis Hutchinson 316 YouTube channel or you can listen live or after the fact on that Spreaker app on my channel for those who have ears to hear. We love you. God bless you. I'll see you next time. Until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. I'll see you then.